welcome back to the Honest to Goodness podcast, where we give you our honest opinion on good entertainment. I am your host, Morgan, and this is my co-host, Carrie. And today we are going to be talking about When Calls the Heart. What else is new? Uh, we are on episode seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, because as you guys have probably noticed, I have not been here for the last four or five episodes. So, so welcome back. <laughs> Thank you again, Nicole, so much for stepping in and helping us out um, while Morgan hasn't been able to record, but I know, I know everybody's loved having Nicole on, but we've been getting like several messages and stuff. Everybody's missing Morgan. I'm like, like, well, I mean, I have too, but it's yeah. just like personal text between me and her, not on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, like the conversations we've had like on the phone have been like pretty much talking about what calls a heart or our lives. Yeah, um, yeah. Keeps on moving. of course Morgan uh, back with the technical difficulties as always <laughs> um but no thank you yes to Nicole for uh ste- stepping in for me um again technical difficulties uh thank you again Nicole for taking my spot and keeping it warm for me for I can so I can get back uh, thank you guys all for your lovely messages. I've read all of them. I've looked at all the comments and um, Carrie's kept me up to date with everything. And I love you guys so much. I really felt y'all's prayers while I was gone. Um, but I'm really happy to be back. I'm glad to be back. Uh, we actually did our first live uh, since like months probably ago since our last live. And it was good to be back. It felt good. Yeah. It was, it was so fun how many people just like automatically jumped on and were like, where are y'all yeah, doing? Like within seconds, yeah, within like seconds, everybody's like, oh my God, you're back. Yeah, it was so fun. Oh my God, I missed these lives. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we're back talking about episode seven. So I'm going to kind of do a little bit of rundown of what, I, I don't know exactly when the last, I don't know what last episode, I think it was like episode five that we stopped or episode four. Um, what I, don't I, I think i've done like three or four with um with nicole so yeah okay i'm just gonna do a little bit of a rundown of my opinions yeah of, good word of late okay so basically i'm a fan of bay and nathan i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i like them together i see the chemistry sure it's not just bursting off the screen but i mean like i told carrie before we even press record they're not going to put him with someone he's who he's got like incredible chemistry with because that's going to knock Lucas and Elizabeth out of Hope Valley. Okay. <laughs> no one's even going to give them a second chance. I mean, they're already not even wanting to give them like a chance right now. So if they go ahead and then add in the person that he's got incredible chemistry with, it's done over with. They can just put another nail in the coffin. Yeah. I mean, but I think that him and May have enough chemistry that it works. I think they have a sweet chemistry. It's not yeah, a fiery chemistry, it's a sweet chemistry. Yeah, it's very sweet and like they're very like you would tell just in the small amount of time that they've been around each other that they're close and they already feel like they can trust each other. Like mm-hmm. I know I don't know which episode it is. I'm trying not to run through episodes, but I know that he talked to her in confidence about his, you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the only other person he's ever confided in in that kind of way is either Bill or Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And it even still took time with them for him to start trusting and opening his mouth to them. So for him to so quickly trust her, even though she did kind of break it a tiny bit, it was with good intentions. 
Yeah. So uh, I really like them together. I like the chemistry that they have together. I've obviously, like seeing her help him and Newton in the time of the of time and need that they have, and then of course the mystery surrounding her and her husband, not husband, stalker, whatever he is. Uh, yeah, I mean. I really like their sweet chemistry, and I like Faith and Faith and Nathan's Faith and Nathan's. That's really weird to say in the same sentence. Faith and Nathan, is that their ship name or something? Faith and Nathan, what is going on? Okay, anyways, uh, I like their friendship. Don't yeah. give me I don't see them having like a romantic chemistry though. Yeah, but then again, we haven't really seen them in that kind of a set up I guess like sitting yeah. down to eat together or anything like that so anyways uh let's see I am still growing on Lucas and Elizabeth yeah somewhat I'm still a little guarded when it comes to them some of their scenes are really sweet some of them are a little bit too mushy gushy for me I'm like stop no no that's me with the end of Pride and Prejudice with Kara Knightley and it yeah. like the end of that movie like I can't stand it it is so mushy I'm like yeah but I think my mom was kind of like yeah I'm like I think my mom always felt like I would understand it once I got married and I'm like okay maybe but like this is like too I'm a helpless romantic and this is too much for me so I know exactly like I'm a hopeless romantic I love the mushy gushy and maybe it's still because we're still a little wounded that things happen yeah. the way that they happen because I feel like if it was hard night that I would be like yeah <laughs> well I think we're just seeing a level of uh comfort pushy whatever that we didn't really see with jack and elizabeth early in their relationship yeah they've definitely they're definitely now, you, more if, public with their affection yeah. now if you think and, about it like jack and elizabeth shortly before they got engaged and got married they were start i mean he's like literally pushing pushed her against the wall, the wall so, Main yeah, Street, yeah. so like you know we, we saw some of that with jack and elizabeth but i feel like we're seeing a little bit more of it in a slightly different way with Lucas. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of it comes from the fact that we're so close to being, like, and a lot of people even bring this up, and I do kind of also say, like, the Roaring Twenties didn't just automatically start in the first year of Twenties. Right. It was gradual. I will say that. And, I mean, you know, so, and while I do say that, you know, they are getting close to the Roaring Twenties, you know, you've got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. They've got to kind of start pushing the envelope whenever you start getting to that specific era. Mm-hmm. It did not happen right off the bat, obviously. There's like years within that 20s. Like there's nine years within that era. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of be gradual with it. But um, let's see. I love Hickam. I love that he's getting more screen time. I love that we're getting to see more of him and his adorableness. Ben yes. is amazing as him. Yes. It's still really sad. It's really weird to say Mike and hear them call him Mike. Like, I'm just like, it's Hickam. It's not yeah. Mike. He'll Hickam. always be Hickam. He'll always, He'll be, Hickam. always be Hickam. Yeah. How um, cute was he last, ep- uh, last episode where he like, he like just kept, kept yeah, waving. Kept, like, waving all, it, like, it was a little creepy. And everybody was kind of taken back. And I'm like, okay, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, okay. does he need a mental check or does he actually need a wave? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But yeah, I love that. And um, 
I love like obviously his later episodes. I don't think it's in this one. Um, but him and Faith kind of go close, and so I kind of I really like that pairing. Mm-hmm. Like I would love for Hickam and Faith to get together. I know a lot of people are like, no, I want him with Fiona, and I'm like, clearly Fiona is nowhere near where she needs to be in order to start opening herself up to a relationship. She just got yeah. like you know she's getting hit with major stuff mm-hmm. right now. That the last thing on her mind is a relationship. Yeah. Um. But uh, I do um like Faith and Hickam together in the last couple episodes. Uh, I'll obviously dive more into that once we get to the episodes that they're actually having uh, more scenes together with, but I do like that pairing. I think they, I don't know, there's just, like, obviously in this season, in these next couple of episodes, you'll get to kind of see the dynamic. If you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. There's, like, dynamic where they help each other. Like, where Faith lacks in certain things, Hickam's right there to kind of help her and guide her and give her the advice or the, you know, punch that she needs. And then Faith's doing the very same thing to him with the whole mayor stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just like that. I feel like they really work good as a team. I you know, know, and sometimes that's fine with just being friends and still working as a team. But I think that they could, like, reach that romantic point. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I said this on our live last night. I'm like, they're a perfect match. He's accident prone. She's a doctor. Like, <laughs> they're, they're perfect. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm trying to think. I think one I of them like, had more scenes of Fiona, though. I feel like we're not getting yeah. that many scenes, even though she's got like a pivotal part in the oil field stuff. She's out of town a lot this season. She's out of town a lot, and that really bothers me. Yeah. So, well, was Kayla like filming another movie at that? I don't know. If she, like, Feeling Butterflies, I'm pretty sure they filmed, like, because obviously Kevin's there. He yeah. hasn't took a trip. And so Kevin was just as much part of that movie as Kayla was. Yeah. So, I mean, I, in fact, I think because I remember we did contact him uh, mm-hmm. not long after they wrapped to try and get him as a for an interview, and his agent responded that he was fixing to leave to go film film film. He didn't say that they were going to go filming film filming filming Brother Fries, but that they he was fixing to leave to go film a movie, and the only one that he has put out since is Feeling Butterflies. So yeah. I think it happened after because mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't take as long to start putting out like doing the production work on a movie as it is a show right so I, it would be understandable feeling butterflies came out before we caused heart spike filming yeah. um trying to think of other i love that uh don't get me wrong i love that lee is you know doing stuff with the paper but i don't know why but i still feel like that's not the calling yeah I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't mind it, but I, I just don't feel like that's really his calling. I could be wrong. I don't. I, I'm. I don't mind what he's doing because it's great. I feel, like it's a, I feel like it's a growth thing for him, but I don't feel like it's where he's going to end up. Yeah. Like I don't see him just working for his wife the rest no. of it. And that sounds bad, no. but I don't see that being. And I kind of hate that he's the majority of it is him being really sour about the mayoral race, and he's like yeah. attacking Hickam, which eventually he does fix that, but. I just don't really like that they made Lee's character do that because I feel like that's so not Lee's character. Yeah. But I mean, we all have our bad days. We all have our bad moments. But yeah. Um. What about the uh, the ice cream fight? I wish I would have actually gotten to see it. <laughs> I loved it, but I I, I wish I would have actually got to see it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a whole lot better, you know. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah. And of course, I don't, I don't remember, honestly, I, I seriously do not remember what happened to what episode. Um, guys, our, our mental capacity like, for this. Guys, we, you know us, we used to never, ever do notes. Yeah. Or anything. We've got notes. Okay. Yep. Like, our minds are fried right now. Yeah. Um, but, and we're still not scripted, by the way, but we do have. No, notes. we're not scripted. We, <laughs> we do have. It's like, just kind of, because we're, we're watching, like, for instance, I watched like four episodes. Yeah. The other night trying to catch up because I haven't, while I've not been on here, I've also not been watching the show. Mm-hmm. So I had to like do a quick, like run through of all the episodes and everything and watch, actually watch them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to not weave the episodes in with each other. So yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was like not yeah. able to keep up with it week by week um but I don't remember if this happened before or after like if this was an episode that you did with me or not um but of of course we have finally gotten Allie calling Nathan dad I don't think I got to post my reaction to that one one time no I did I did I did I think that was in fact I think that was the last episode I did before it might have been yeah I think it was the last episode I got because I was like no I'm doing that episode yeah yeah but yeah, people were like, like, yeah, I'm sad we haven't really gotten to hear her calling that more, more throughout uh, the season, but he's mainly, yeah. she's mainly said, sir, like, yes, yeah. sir, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I loved his reaction when he closed the door after having Allie leave and he's like, looking at her and they're like, just start laughing. Yeah. I love it. But at the same time, my Nathan, like Elizabeth Hart's like, Say! yeah, now Nicole, <laughs> Nicole said something interesting the uh where when they're getting ready to call Robert in and Nathan does the she's like yeah yeah, yeah. that apparently that was Kevin improving right I there I surprised I wasn't I mean, yeah surprised. yeah I mean but it, there are so like, many times where I've looked stuff. at things or like heard Kevin like Kevin as Nathan say something and I'm like oh that was Kevin line that yeah. was totally like a Kevin <laughs> Kevin totally did that yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm trying to think of some more things that he's done. Like, I would be surprised if he's the one that actually did the prop gun shoot. Like, I feel yeah. like he probably wanted to do that. Because, like, um, he hasn't gotten to do a whole lot of, like, action-y stuff as a Mountie. So, I feel like he really dug into that and was like, yeah. finally. I feel like, I feel like when, um, and this could have totally been in the script, but I feel like the, uh, the car, the uh, driving lesson scene, when he's sitting in the car with Elizabeth and he's like, what is this doing? He presses like, the get, Yes, and his face. Like, his face when he looked at you, he's like, oh my, Kevin. He's like, are you paying attention? But yeah. I feel like that is totally something Kevin would do. That was totally something Kevin would have done. Yeah. yeah. And him, like, that face he did whenever he had honked and he's like, like, that's yeah. his Kevin face. We love you, Kevin. Love you, Kevin. Um, and then, of course, like, I love how Lucas was like, did she at least teach you how to start this thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's, just, like, sitting there and was like. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and then when he uh, gets out of the car and Lucas is like, or he's like, thanks for the driving lesson. And Lucas is like, like yeah, no problem. When I actually start driving, let me know. He's yeah. Like, Appreciate it. <laughs> that wasn't this episode. Okay, we're on track. At least we're starting somewhere. <laughs> Those two, those two guys are like the perfect frenemies. Like, yes, 
I wish they, yeah. Seriously, like I love their dynamic. It is so it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. The one, the one other it's thing. They're actually friends. Like I kind of try and remind everyone, like just so y'all know, Chris and Kevin are actually friends in real life. Yeah. The one other thing we've had one exciting thing happen. Do we want to tell them who we might be getting to talk to? Okay, do, we, want to. do we want to save it? Let's just say, well, we'll, we won't say, say who. No, we won't no, say no, who. no, 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 But we'll say this. I, let, me, let me do it this way because I kind of want to yeah. have fun with it. We are going to interview someone very, very soon. <laughs> and it's very I will say it's not Kevin. I will say not that. Kevin. Um, disclaimer, not it's not Kevin. <laughs> it's not Kevin. But it's very fitting that the next couple episodes are going to be wrapped around the coal mines yeah. and what happened in the coal mines mm-hmm. uh that's all i'm gonna say yeah it's very fitting that we're, the next couple episodes are going to be about the coal mines because this very particular person well he was a part of all that somewhat yeah somewhat so, somewhat involved yeah but yeah, how, somewhat how involved. I, I did this one he was around he was around then when all of that was going on yeah i was still fresh so, but it was it was uh, like it was so fun. Don't give it too much. I'm not. Don't I'm not gonna, okay, okay. Just, just that I had like reached out to this person and was just like, "Hey, we would love to have you come on sometime." And they messaged us, and like, like almost the, the bot, like yeah, us, yeah, within minutes of her. Yeah, and so yeah, we were we were in shock. Like I was cracking, I was laughing so hard, and I don't. Well, I know why I was laughing because some, something that got said within it was like hilarious. Um, but and Morgan called me and she's like just speechless. I don't know what to say. I can't stop laughing. She doesn't have a. <laughs> we were on in fact, I think I was at work. No, uh, it was like midnight. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. But yeah, it uh, yeah, it was. It was I know. Okay, I messaged him while I was at work, though. I think. Yeah. I him. Yeah. 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 We have him in our phones, like text. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have immediate contact with this person. So yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. I'm really hoping um, to get uh, to get that interview set up like maybe next week. Or Pretty soon, Pretty yeah. Soon. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we do have we have had that bit of exciting. And hopefully that will be just the start of even more uh, interviews with other people. Hopefully that will be what really gets us the. The ability to kind of get the ball rolling, yeah. Yeah, I will will say this too. Um, Charlotte, uh, that played uh, Julie, I was messaging with her the other day because she had had um, COVID. And guys, I promise we're going to get into this episode, but sorry, we're just catching y'all up. It's been up to us to like take a long time to catch you guys up on what's going on. Yeah, it's been a while since Morgan's been on, so we're like just trying to catch you up here. Um, But I was messaging with uh, Charlotte, and she was so so sweet. Uh, I had checked on her because she had just had COVID recently and so I was checking on her and she was like it's so sweet of you to ask you know feeling better whatever and she was like how are things with you so I was like start started telling her everything that was going on with me and Morgan and she was like I'm so sorry she was like that is so much she was like I'm sure 
it's harder because y'all are trying to be there and support each other, but y'all are each going through so much right now. And I'm like, yeah, you know, she was like, I wish there was something I could do to help. <laughs> and I was like, well, just being your sweet self is helping right now. So thank you. But I was like, I promise you, we have not forgotten about having you on the podcast, but every stinking time we think we're going to be able to set something up, something else happens. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, yeah, it kind of has been for the last, since probably, since probably we started this podcast. Yeah. At least the worst, the worst of it has been since the season eight finale. Like, yeah. You know, the, the worst of it has definitely started with the season eight finale. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so so Charlotte it, Charlotte was so sweet when I was messaging her the other day, but and I absolutely love her. Like in fact, like um, I did get the chance because I wasn't wanting to watch it right um uh, right now because I was just going through uh, we were all just going through a lot and like not gonna lie these past couple of seasons have been stressful to watch. Yeah. Um. So I actually went all the way back to season one, and like her scenes. And how natural she was and how her chemistry with Aaron was enough to be like actually come out as sisters. And like, you know, mm -hmm. she was just like, so, so good. Mm -hmm. Like, so good. I've always loved whenever she's popped in. Like I know oh, she yeah. popped in in season six uh, for Jack, little Jack's christening and everything. Like I honestly kind of wish that we had scenes of her with like Lucas and Nathan before the mm -hmm. triangle came to like a close and like got to hear like her opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, or even of course, like there are scenes out there in the universe of of Abigail with Nathan, but we didn't get to actually have those, so they're not technically canon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I love I love Julie. I love how she really grinds Elizabeth's gears a little bit. She's like, yeah. oh, you know, like a sister would. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I can't wait to interview her. She's so sweet, so funny. Uh, so that's got to be a real treat to be able to do that. Hopefully we can get that roll, that ball rolling. Mm -hmm. so. That'll probably be after season nine ends at this point. Like probably just, in yeah, fact, yeah. the person that we're that we talked to before will probably be around the finale by the time we actually get to film uh our interview with them. Possibly. Right? Yeah. Probably like if not uh, well, maybe episode eleven. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get that figured out. <laughs> we'll get it figured out. Anyway, okay. Let's get started. Okay, back to the Episode notes. seven. <laughs> Let's get to the notes. Yep. I actually really love the idea of the Hope Valley days. That's in within this yes. episode. Yes. I loved that idea of them like all having their own little holidays and you get to go around and get to celebrate the holidays and all at once. Mm -hmm. And everything was just so cool. Like it was just so sweet. And it was all, everyone got like the most perfect thing. Yeah, like, it was perfect for Elizabeth to have Thanksgiving. It was perfect for Rosemary Lee to have like a Halloween. Uh, Bill to have April Fools was amazing. I loved that. And then of course for May to have Valentine's Day. Like, come on, that was just it was all perfect. I loved that. Yeah. Now, how did you feel about May? Because like the the opening scene of this episode um them taking okay first of all them trying to take the picture of the town council was yeah. hilarious <laughs> it was and the Stay fact that Liz was the only woman and she's just kind of like standing there and it's all of these men and she's just like mm -hmm. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah um of course fiona is normally on the uh town council as well but, but she was not. out of town and then carson had not been replaced yet 
Yeah. So how did you feel about them replacing Carson with May? And then I'll give I feel like it was fitting somewhat. But at the same time, like that also kind of makes me wonder because I know like I, everyone knows because we've all just all the way up to episode eight. Mm-hmm. But we know in episode nine, she leaves. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because we just mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does kind of make you wonder, like she's on the town council. Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't agree to be on, like then again at that time she didn't think that you know she would leave for any reason no. but you know it does kind of make you wonder does like her having such a huge part is she going to come back but mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't really know how i feel about her just automatically being a part of it um i mean i know with her being like the pharmacist and being officially a part of the pharmacy and being like the owner or, or the worker like the main you know the pharmacist of the pharmacy yeah, because because uh, she got hired like as the official, like full time. Yeah, full time yeah. pharmacist of the yeah. pharmacy. Yeah, the Yost finally offered her that job. I love May. Like I have no Hello. problem with her being on the town council. My only right. issue with this is I felt like it was a bit soon. Yeah, I, I agree the, with that part. She's yeah. still the new person in town. None of them really know her that well right like it just seemed like we were even they were still even questioning about what was going on because remember she applied for the job as jeffrey yeah she didn't apply as herself so there was still that looming over so it didn't necessarily completely make sense but at the same time like i'm not against her being a part because like i love her character yeah and i did i never really i never thought that jeffrey was actually going to be her husband yeah i knew that Uh i said there's something going on like either yeah. he's abusive to her or you know they've got wires crossing where they're not getting the right information because that's very easy to do too like not getting the right information um so yeah but we'll get more into like what actually happens with all the different yeah. whenever the episode comes but yeah i love may but i definitely thought that it was a little weird that she was on a to put on the mm-hmm. council like my first thought was kind of like okay why not molly or florence or you know somebody like that that's been around for, or even or even rosemary lee but yeah like, lee was on it but rosemary wasn't and rosemary's over the paper yeah but maybe um, that's the reason why but then my again, first thought was like why not florence or molly simply because they've been you know day one ogs but yeah. like my second thought was heaven help them if either one of those girls ends up on the town council <laughs> Yeah, nothing that happens within the town council meeting would stay within the town council meeting. Yeah. We um, know Ned could keep a secret because he kept a major secret. This so, is true. This is true. Um, but no, that yeah, one, I, guess, I have like, no, Nathan, no be able to be, Nathan wouldn't be able to be eligible because he's the Mountie. Right. Uh, Bill was on it. What about Faith? Well, I mean, Faith could, I mean, because Carson was on it. And since yeah. Faith is now what Carson is, used to be, yeah i mean i guess i guess i get that they're like trying to cement may's character into hope valley but again to me like i have no problems with may being on the town council i have no problems with may whatsoever but it just felt a little odd to me that she being the newcomer in town would be chosen over like faith or yeah somebody like that you know or rosemary or and maybe um, the reason why they chose faith was because faith was is technically a private practice and not a public one possibly 
and Faith, and Molly technically doesn't really have a job, but she helps Faith, but she's like Faith's secretary. Yeah. And Florence and Ned, they're kind of, you know, their husband and wife, and they run the mercantile together. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't Florence over the, te- the fel- telephones now? Yeah. So, well, and Fiona's part of it. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I love that he took a picture though. And of course, Gallon's all sitting there all frumped and like, yeah. frumpy. <laughs> and everybody else is looking all stoic because she's just like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, I didn't even realize that Ned was Jewish. I didn't either. I didn't realize that. But I love that they did bring Hanukkah up because, you know. I thought it was really, really sweet. And actually, like, one of my favorite, you mentioned that, I think some of my favorite lines from this episode um, actually were from the yeah. part um yeah. yeah but um that the only one i'm saying that i wrote down was um that ned when they were lighting the candles um said even a little light shines the brightest when things are darkest yeah i loved that too because it just kind of reminds you of hope like you know in in the midst of darkness that that little glimmer of hope that yeah. light at the end of the tunnel and whatever. And that's what that's what Hope Valley's always been about. Always been about. Oh, yeah. You know, thus because like, Valley. you know, Elizabeth ended up being like their little light whenever they were going through all that darkness in season one. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really fitting. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the Canfields uh buying Abigail's Cafe. How are you feeling about that? It was bittersweet. Yeah. It was sweet because obviously I love the Canfields and I love what they have brought to this show. Like, it's incredible just what, you know, like what they've, like just having their scenes as a family and then of course their little friendships with different ones in the town. But like, you know, it's bittersweet because obviously like that was the last thing other than the little drops of like Elizabeth and Henry talking about them speaking to her and like her talking about the fact that like I know in the upcoming previews for episode nine, which is Elizabeth's birthday, she tells Lucas that she just spoke to her about like mm-hmm. she just wished her happy birthday. Like those little nods are great, mm-hmm. but being able to still see that sign up saying Abigail's Cafe, yeah. you know, it's gonna be really bittersweet if many of them decided to rename it. But I'm yeah. glad it's them. That's, but at the same time, I'm really glad it's them that's getting it. Yeah, you know they're gonna give a lot of heart to it the way that Abigail did mm-hmm so yeah um so I do have one quick question like at the beginning of this episode because something really confused me and see if it made sense to you and I'm missing something somewhere okay. but when Mike is giving his speech and like you know telling everybody there's going to be um the uh Hope Valley days and whatever and he says the constable is, you know, whatever, like working on a traffic problem or, you know, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever exactly it is. And Bill was like, it's inspector, but nobody gets that, nobody gets that right or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, did, did he become inspector? 
or Bill was a forensic expect, inspector, but Bill's not the constable. Yeah. They were definitely talking about Nathan. Yeah. And but, like, I, thought, I thought Nathan turned down a promotion. I thought he did too, unless they offered him the, promo- the promotion without having to have him leave Hope Valley. But then again, it's like, why would they give him that kind of promotion if he's just going to stay in Hope Valley? That must have been another one of those storylines that you know who let slip through the cracks somewhere. Most likely. <laughs> have we mentioned that we do not like him? And that we do no longer we do no longer like having him as our showrunner. I'm not sure really how much we've talked about it on our podcast. I think we have mentioned it, but like we've mentioned it a lot on our lives. So if you're coming yeah. from our lives, then you have heard us talk about T who shall not be named. Yeah. So well, I mean you can name him, I don't care. Um everybody knows who you're talking about because most everybody <laughs> that we know feels the same way. <laughs> I, I have appreciation for him as a writer, as a yes, showrunner. Yes, writer because some of my favorite episodes, especially ones involving Nathan, he wrote. Yeah. Which only makes it even more confusing. Yeah, exactly. That is what yeah. makes it confusing. It's like he's such a great writer and such a terrible yes. writer. Right? But then again, like those two things are completely two different jobs. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, one, one other uh, thing that Elizabeth used the cowbell Again, episode, when is the last time we saw her use that? I don't think we've seen her use it in a while. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even know where that came from. Like, that <laughs> seems so random. Yeah. I mean, I loved it, but it seemed random. Yeah. Hmm. Of course, we had to talk about the driving lessons. <laughs> First of all, I love that Nathan's needing driving lessons. Oh, my phone. Can, do you, can you pause the recording? Yeah, give me just okay. a second. Sorry about that, guys. My my computer was about to die. Once again, technical difficulties from Morgan. <laughs> but um, the driving lesson. The driving lesson. Oh, I don't know. I just love those two scenes because like they, yes. they really show, showcase the relationship that they have with them but can mm-hmm. i just say how did nathan not think that elizabeth was going to go all teacher on him like that woman loves any opportunity to teach anyone and she will go full teacher mode see i really didn't expect it i guess because he's an adult no are you kidding me but remember, yeah and maybe because i'm it's so fresh in my mind but remember when she used jack as a uh as a uh this is true she went full teacher mode on him, which I know that things were kind of like P words in there I didn't understand. <laughs> well, here's another P word for you. Please just do as I ask. <laughs> I love how you know these so detailed and you're able to just put them out. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, like, you know, um, so, I mean, I knew she was going to go all teacher mode. Yeah, that that one actually did catch me off guard, but it was hilarious. It was hilarious, yeah. Especially of course him reacting to the the horn. Yes. I love that expression he had on his face when he pressed that button. It's like a kid. Yes, it's like a little child. And that right there, I guarantee you, was Kevin. Oh, man. And of course, she's like, are you paying attention? And then she like just 
you know, goes. I love how he's going. like, he's like using the word. He's like, when are we going to, you know, go? Like, when are we going to yeah. go? Yeah. If I'm going to teach you, I'm going to teach you how my father taught me. And you can yeah, automatically tell she, the annoyance that went on his face. He's like, yes. Oh, and then he feels she like just goes back into the speech that her father gave her. And then all of a sudden she hears the car door and he's like standing outside the car. He's, he's like, can you please tell Lucas that, uh, to, that, uh, would you mind him? terribly if Lucas gave me a driving lesson? She's like, no, not at all. Yeah. He's like, thank you. You know what? Maybe it's a good thing that never worked out between us two in the face she makes. Yeah. He says, maybe it was a good thing that you and I never got together. Maybe. <laughs> Just see the look on her face like, well, gee, thanks. <laughs> you know? But it was like amused, like a, an amused face at the same time. Like she wasn't yes. upset. Yeah. But she was just like really amused. She was just like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. loved that. Yes. Mom, I remember it was so funny. I was in my room and she was in her room and I could literally hear her dying laughing <laughs> and like going, oh my God. Like I was like, what? What? She's like, no, you got to watch the episode. No, don't you even come in here. Cause I didn't oh, watch the episode. But you sent it to me. Yeah. And I was like, I probably already know because Carrie sent me a bunch of uh, videos. She's like, y'all are no fun. <laughs> no fun. Okay. Y'all always watch these little clips before you even watch the whole episode. And then you automatically think it's going to go away. And it's like, she went on a full rant, y'all. So, yeah. I love Mama Hardy. Uh, now, I had something somewhat similar, not exact, but somewhat similar happened to me the other day I have a guy that I'm like really good friends with and we text all the time text every day and um one of his buddies has like really started picking on him about me and uh he was I was like oh really you know so this guy's like texting me you know what's going on and he's like yeah I don't understand why he's so obsessed with you and I'm thinking she's he's like dude you're the one that texts me every day I'm like, way to make a girl feel good about herself, you know, like, I was like, well, uh, it found he always out. puts his foot in his mouth when it comes to you, you know it. I was like, <laughs> that surprising. I'm like, I finally was like, well, at least one person doesn't think I would be so bad, like, you know, like, she, that's a lot, you know. I swear, guys are like the worst about not realizing what they say can be insulting. I guess because they're not as sensitive as us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, seriously? Thanks a lot. My best guy friend, like, I don't understand why this guy's so obsessed with you. Like, why am I still friends with you? Yes, yeah, why am I friends with you right now? <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of relate to Elizabeth's look right there. I'm almost like, I should be insulted, but I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do I expect from you? Like, why, why should I expect anything less from you, Nathan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I can kind of relate making jokes. Her. I mean, for crying out loud, if she didn't learn anything from whenever he was in the hospital, I mean, that nothing else could help her. Is this the way it's going to be with us? Yep. She's like, yep. <laughs> for a while, at least. Uh, but yeah, then, of course, it was Lucas's turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, did you, did she at least teach you how to start this thing? (laughs) 
And he's just like sitting, like completely didn't even say anything, just like sitting there with his one hand on the wheel and like this, like so natural, obviously. Yeah. I love the look on Lucas's face. I'm almost like, okay, so we're not driving. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, just tell me what you want, man, so I can get back to where I was doing. Like, yeah. and in comes the talk with May. And I'm not surprised. Like, a lot of people were actually very surprised that Nathan had this conversation with Lucas. But I'm not, because it's like I was telling you before we pressed record, you know, it, like, obviously not everyone's like this, but I feel like with guys, it kind of is, but you don't, some people don't like to turn to people closest to them about certain things because, you know, you don't want their opinion or their advice to be clouded by them knowing you and like having that close friendship or whatever. Like, if he was to go, have gone, like, a lot of people were like, oh, well, why didn't he go to Bill? Or why didn't he go to Elizabeth? Like, first of all, Bill is not that kind of a guy, okay? He's not, they don't have that friendship, not necessarily. I mean, they do, but they don't. Like, he has asked for Bill's advice, and or he's let Bill in on some things that he's going through, but not fully. They don't have uh, the same they, father-son relationship that Bill yeah. has. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have more of, like, an actual friendship. It wasn't mm-hmm. they don't, like Nathan doesn't look to Bill as like a father, mm-hmm. even though, you know, much like Jack, he didn't really have much of a father. Mm-hmm. Um, with Elizabeth, obviously, it's going to be really, it's probably a whole lot more co- uncomfortable for him to talk about May with Elizabeth, understanding the whole circumstances than it is with Lucas. Right. Um, because well, Lucas knows like, Lucas knows enough about what's going on with Nathan to, like, you know. Well, and I felt like it was kind of full circle, full circle to the, to Nathan talking to Lucas about Elizabeth at the, and telling him, you know, I would, you know, if I were you, I would, I would think I wouldn't just leave, you know, I would stay, you know, um, I mean, um, Lucas. He says, uh, he says, um, after everything that's happened with Elizabeth, maybe you're once bitten, twice shy. If I were you, I wouldn't walk away without asking May. Mm-hmm. And that's very much true to how Nathan was acting. Mm-hmm. Is that he was definitely acting out of being wounded. Mm-hmm. Which is a normal reaction. Mm-hmm. Especially with it having been so close to just being rejected by Elizabeth. And having yeah. to see her with Lucas. Like, you know. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't like that scene, but personally, like I said, I felt like it was kind of a full circle, full circle moment, moment. Of, really of Nathan having been there to support Lucas, and now Lucas is there to support Nathan. I guess they probably neither one wanted to actually be there and had to say that, but they did it because, mm-hmm. you know, it was what needed to be done. They seriously are like the perfect frenemies. It's hilarious. They really are. They're like, them. And they're very close to just being like these disgruntled, like, brothers of like... I know. Like, you know <laughs> I love you, but I hate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you, but let's not say it and act yeah. like it. Yeah. 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 And I love how he's like, thanks for the driving lesson, Lucas. You know, if you actually ever want to learn to drive, you just reach out. He's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see the look on Lucas's face. I was like, well, that he's, was still sitting time, the, but... he's, still, he's still sitting in the car, even though Nathan got out of the car and started walking away yeah he's like just sitting there he's like what just happened yeah yeah that like seriously i just spent the last two minutes doing this for what 
what I could what could I what I, what could have I been doing yeah yeah um yeah I love that how do you well you kind of talked about this that um about how um Lee sorry I was mixing yeah. names up in my head <laughs> is feeling about Mike as mayor like when Mike first started his speech Lee is literally like I can't listen to this and like starts walking off and the rosemary like drags him back but um you know Lee had written that uh article about about Mike as mayor and stuff and now you know he's concerned because Mike won't hardly have anything to do with him and he's like it was the truth he was like I just wrote the truth and rosemary's like sometimes the truth hurts and he was like yeah i guess so um but i love when she said truth spoken or written out of love is a different matter entirely basically yeah. saying if you will let him know that you know you actually do still care about him even though you have these feelings then you know that like it's okay to, to be honest with somebody but they need to know that you're coming at it from a place of what like I think Lee is actually like um you know we're friends right and Mike's like are we you know uh, so I mean which would be a natural yeah reaction because you yeah. know you well, your friends wouldn't put that out for the public to see yeah especially I mean, as important as him being mayor right put that kind of stuff up because like like bill has been like you know how bill was like this town looks up to me and stuff well they look up to lee too mm-hmm. like they like lee is also a major person in the town and right. everything and like people are going to be they're going to take his words to heart they're going to uh, you know they're not gonna you know be like oh well that's just his opinion like no they're gonna be like like what if lee feels that way should we start you know really looking into this like should we Mm-hmm. support him you know mm-hmm. it's not just a little patty cake little article that was that was serious mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying that lee should have done it because i mean i wouldn't i can't say i would have done it you know right. um because i, I feel like time, lee, I, th- I think there's an element too of you feel like if this person is truly your friend why wouldn't they just come and talk to you about these things instead yeah. of just putting it out there in black and white for the whole town to see and criticize yeah, and you. i do kind of yeah. wonder that because i feel like that was more lee's style anyways like i never saw lee as someone who would put something out there before really talking to that person about it first i think lee okay. and even rosemary is kind of just now starting to realize the power of the press like they knew that what they said like people read it but i don't think they realized how much weight they carried there until this happened and then i kind of realized we need to be careful like yeah yeah this this can cause some serious repercussions like yes there's freedom of speech but you need to know how to use it in the right manner yeah yeah Mm um i'm glad that they did fix that though i'm glad that he was able to to fix that friendship up and everything but uh and obviously it's still like it's a storyline it it happened for many it was able to be brought through to me episodes and stuff i get that point of it but i feel like that was a little out of character mm-hmm. but it needed to be happening it was something that was needed to be put out there yeah um i feel like it was a little bit of an innuendo of like how the hardys reacted 
No, because yeah. like you had to be careful how you use your freedom of speech. Like, yes, let your thoughts and your opinions be shared, but you don't have to go so far as to tear people down mm-hmm. in order for your opinion to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very right to say. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to remember what was going on. Um, remember who showed up in town this episode oh yes jeffrey and boy did he get a welcome to hope valley from bill (laughs) oh man i love that scene (laughs) the fact that i was just like i literally said get him bill i said that when i carted him out of there carted him out of there in a wheelbarrow and I love that mike was like oh nice ha- nice apple fools, apple fools. Yep. yep that's what i was doing yeah this is. it's not just me knocking the dude out and carting him to the jail <laughs> oh man i've been able to see nathan's reaction to him carting him through the jail. right well hey nathan i got a customer for you <laughs> And honestly, I feel like Nathan would be like, okay. mm-hmm. can you give me his information? Yeah. Who is this guy anyway? Yeah. Now that, that was one thing. That was one thing because like Jeffrey came into town before um, the driving lesson and then with Lucas for the, yeah, but well, technically with both of them. Yeah. Um, but then, um, okay, I'm trying to go back through my notes because I like wrote down each. Well, no, actually, it happened after his driving lesson with Elizabeth and before. No, no, he came into town, um, and then, uh, then Nathan finds out there's three arrest warrants out, three warrants out for May's arrest in Chicago. For like, um, for like deserting her spouse and, you know, some kind of fraudulence, you know, whatever. And then Nathan, Bill, and May talk about Jeffrey in the, in Bill's office. Yeah. And uh, when Nathan walks out and May just has this like pained look on her face, I love when Bill's like, do you blame him? Yeah. You know, like, you know, do you blame the guy? Seriously? Um like, does she even know what necessarily happened with Elizabeth and him and Lucas? I think she did, didn't she? After Elizabeth put her book out, didn't yeah, she have a little bit of a conversation with Faith. Yeah, um, and then Bill and May discuss Jeffrey, and then um, they have to. I, mean, I feel like they did. Like, it was so weird. Like, and I guess it was. I guess. It, I guess it does come back with how they, they actually mentioned it. Bill uh, actually mentioned it whenever he was having his conversation with May with the whole, like, him saying, like, he, that that is kind of his fault for not doing a check with, about, on her. Mm-hmm. You know, what, like, he usually does. Mm-hmm. And, like, May saying, well, you, you trusted me. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, and clearly I shouldn't have, you know, yeah. or should, I clearly should have done it despite it. Yeah, but, but they have, remember, they have, he's like, I feel like if I was going to have this person be my attorney, attorney, I'm going to give him all the information that I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as a show, 
it, you know, they needed I mean, if you, time. They, remember, they had to let Jeffrey go and that he ends up like running after May and she's basically, you know, confronting him. He basically admits he is lying. Yeah. When he is talking to her, like walking down Main Street, they're having a fairly loud conversation. And he basically yeah. straight out admits that he's lying about what happened because he wants her. And this is the only way he knows how to get her. Yeah. You know, like to, and it's just like, but it's like at the same time, it's like, dude, why did you think that you could do this with her? And her obviously going to do, going to go to great lengths to make sure that this does not happen. And you come out scat three and like nobody finding out that you actually do have a wife, but you abandoned her. Mm-hmm. Like, how did they not, like, how did he not think that that was going to backfire on him? And that, that is a spoiler alert for episode eight, guys, by the way, because right. that part didn't come out in episode seven. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, yeah, just that whole, that whole situation and like watching Nathan and when Nathan well, goes to May and is like, okay, if he's not your husband, then who is he? You know, and I love the conversations that they've had and like, you know, him, him reaching out to Chicago yeah. and, you know, like trying to get info, trying to clear her name and whatever. I, that, that whole storyline was just- I feel like that's, that, that's something that even Jack would have done. Yeah. Even for her, like, not, like, obviously, like, Nathan likes her and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But I feel like Jack even would have done that. Yeah. You know? uh, Bill would have done that. Yeah. It was in his jurisdiction to be able to do that. With, but with him being her attorney, attorney, I don't know how much he would actually be able to do. Yeah. Um, okay, two, two little small storylines in this episode that I want your opinion on. Anna. I loved it. I did too. I love that they finally got gave her a storyline. Like mm-hmm. I want more storylines with the kids. I do. I love the kids, especially like the ones that have been here since day one. And she was one of the ones that had been here since day one. Her Grace, who plays um Emily. Emily. And then of course Robert and mm-hmm. Cooper. And mm-hmm. not Cooper. Christian, um, um, Christian Cooper's character, Ava's brother. Mm-hmm. That I should remember his name. Right? I draw it a complete Timmy. Timmy, Timmy. That's my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, like oh, they, they're like they've always been like the core OG kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which is still weird, seeing as we've not been able to see Emily's brother. Or her mm-hmm. mom, or her little brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's probably why we don't really see a whole lot of Emily's because of that plot hole of like not having her mom there, not having her older brother or her little brother there. Yeah. But anyways, um, I loved that story, and I, I, I did kind of wonder. I'm like, I wonder if she is going to actually be able to stay or not. Mm-hmm. Um. But I love that she lo- she wanted Elizabeth to help her. And it was mm-hmm. so fitting that they had her come and move into Abigail's cafe. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute and really uh, fun. Because mm-hmm. like, especially with the fact that Joseph and Minnie were just talking about renting those rooms out. Mm-hmm. So it was like perfect timing all around. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so speaking of Joseph and Minnie, that is that is the other little storyline here. What did you, how did you feel about Lee co-signing the loan without? So fitting. It's very fitting to Lee's character. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like that's not going to go over very well when, when they find out. See, I can't say I see why it should be a problem. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have the personality that loves doing stuff for other people. Yeah. But I don't see where the that only, It's be not going to be necessarily problem. that they're mad at Lee for doing something so nice and generous for them. It's the fact that they had to have that help. Yeah. Because it's very clear that the reason why they did not get the loan is because they are African-American. Mm -hmm. They were Black. Mm -hmm. That's that's you could just tell that that was what like because joseph never actually flat out said it you could just read it on his face mm -hmm. i think yeah. that was just the point of the whole situation is that you you should like they're going to be like you shouldn't have had to go sign you should not mm -hmm. have to call them and tell them that we should get this loan we have a spot like they we had everything in order we have no reason for them not to give us the loan yeah you know like we have credit we have like we have everything that you need to like you know there's we don't have anything we don't have bad credit we don't have any like wrongdoings on us like we, neither one of us have been to jail we don't you know we've never had to file bankruptcy or whatever like the only reason why they did not get the loan was because they are black right yeah and i feel like that still just comes back from the, the place that they left from mm -hmm. like because of what happened with angela and everything else is it all boils down to the fact that they are black mm -hmm. and it's it's like this dark cloud that keeps following them everywhere they go i think it's more of a sore oh. spot with uh joseph than it is with Minnie. yeah if that makes sense like i don't i don't know how else to word that but now i, I can't like I mean, also it's it's 100 situation at the same time because Minnie yeah. also had had moments where yeah. it kind of came her her being tired of the tired of that kind of treatment came out in certain ways. Like for yeah. instance, her being so uh, hesitant to allow Elizabeth to teach her mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I guess I just don't understand why. And again, maybe it's because I had the personality that loves to do stuff for people. And I like to do Oh, stuff I do too. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Um and but, I feel like it wouldn't necessarily be a problem for very long. Like it'd probably be yeah. something that happens in that one episode and that's it. If it even comes out, it might not even come out, but I feel like most things that are tend to do in secret tend mm -hmm. to come out. Yeah. Um, but it's not gonna, I don't feel like it's gonna be this big thing. It might yeah. be a little thread mm -hmm. that weaves to the, like kind of like weaves into this big storyline. Cause obviously it's gonna come out. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there something's going to happen. And it's going to make them fully talk about what happened in the town that they used to be a part of, mm -hmm. and that whole racial divide and everything. Right. But I feel like this is just one of those other threads besides just Angela and her blindness and all that. Mm -hmm. But I get what you're saying because even I'm I'm the same way. It's like you know you like does that stuff does it matter how you got the loan? It's that like shouldn't you just be glad that you got the loan? Like why? why and shouldn't you be and shouldn't you be glad that you have a friend that I would stick his neck out and do that? Yeah, yeah, that literally could have gotten his account, his business kicked out of that bank if yeah. the people 
were so adamant about it. I think Lee was like, they're not going to do that. I'm like a major, major yeah. investor. He, he threatened them. He was yeah, like, he you either, you either like, I'm literally everything out of your bank right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know yeah. that because Lee knew that him saying that was not going to be taken lightly. Yeah. And that they were, they were not going to have the, the ability. It would probably bankrupt the bank to have Lee leave. Yeah, so. I feel like, I don't know, I guess I feel like for myself, and again, I guess, I guess I've never been through like the prejudice stuff and whatever yeah. that they've dealt with, but a lot of We still don't know much about it. We've only gotten bits and pieces. Yeah, so, I mean, but. You no, know, it was serious. We just don't know. Yeah, no. but I guess I feel like for me, if I had tried to get along or whatever, and then somebody, well, Okay, I'm saying this, and yet there's another side to it. So I'll finish what I'm saying and then come back to the other side of it. But I guess for me that I feel like if I were trying to get a loan or something and was turned down, and then I had somebody come along, I had a good enough friend that they called and made this happen, and they didn't want me to know because they didn't want any credit for what they did. I feel like I would be touched that they cared that much about me that they didn't even want me to know they did that, that they wanted me to just have that moment, you know, but at the same time, I guess I kind of get it because like, um, before COVID hit and stuff, when I was looking for jobs, um, my grandmother was in public, like an elected official and stuff. And then of course my dad's growing up around here. So everybody knew, my dad, everybody knew his dad, you know, everybody knew my grandmother. So I pretty much got told by my family, you know, if you can get a job by, you know, using our names, you know, like if that helps, then do it. And I was like, no, I was like, I don't want to get a job because I'm your granddaughter or because I'm your daughter. I want to get a job because I'm good enough, you know? So I I guess I get both sides of that, you know, kind of, kind of, I'm just having to like process through it as I'm talking here. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, I completely get what what you're saying. And yeah, I mean it also boils down to the fact that, you know, isn't Lee wanting to get like a raise or a higher position at Lee's lumber mill? Yeah, Joseph is, yeah. Yeah. So he also probably feels like, you know, I don't know. I guess he doesn't want to feel like he's being it's being given to him. He doesn't want to feel a charity case. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to earn it. He wants it to be something that he's earned. Yeah. So yeah. I I think that that also kind of pulls into it. Mm -hmm. Um and that's probably also a little bit of what goes on with the loan. Like they deserve that loan. They've earned that loan by being good citizens and not, you know, and having a dream to do anything that like for instance, like Abigail, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, so. But yeah. so um, going back to the Hope Valley days, I it's so fitting that Rosemary had her and Lee dressing up. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely. I Hell loved Caesar. it. Mark Anthony, but don't worry about it. Everybody Nobody gets, gets it. it right. Everybody gets it wrong. <laughs> oh, man. But that would have kind of made more sense. 
for him to dress up as Caesar since she's Cleopatra? I mean, I know they're different rulers in different time areas. I know, but you know. Um, Or had him dress up as a as Pharaoh. Um, but she probably just didn't have that costume. Yeah. I don't think it was this episode, but Rosemary at, I think it's episode eight, but Rosemary as Juliet was like awesome. Yeah, that was the next, <laughs> it's the next episode. Yeah, that was so yeah. good. So good. Okay, there was, there was one other, like, I'm flipping back through the notes. There was one other, there was a trigger moment for you in this episode. Before the driving scene. And it had to do with Elizabeth and Nathan. I think. The plaque. Oh! <laughs> we had to talk about that. Oh, man. Oh, you now want to acknowledge the plaque? Guys, when Morgan and I, like, literally, we got to FaceTime the other day for the first time in, like, at least a month, if not close to two months, is just how crazy things have been for us. And so when we were FaceTiming and she told me what a trigger moment that was for her, I literally just busted out laughing and went, everybody is going to be so glad you're back on the podcast. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's so true though. But like, seriously, we have been begging for that plaque to come back. And you yeah. bring it back and all it does is help you but what was he, what did he even help her with? Would it, was it the whole Anna? Like, if it was the Anna situation, that would have been fine. I would be like, mm-hmm. cool. But if it helped her with Lucas some way, I'm like, no. That's yeah. Nathan's plaque. Yeah. Nathan's. I mean, literally, he made it. Literally. Yeah. And another one, I, I think it's in episode eight, but uh, Lucas's mother gives her the new edition of Anna Green Gables. Yeah. Yep. No, 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 no. That is Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Nathan is yeah. Gilbert. I don't remember if that was, I'm trying to look back through the notes. Um, Pretty sure that was episode eight. Uh, that was episode six. It was episode six. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. like I said. Yeah. So so both of like Morgan's trigger moments have already happened. Those were the two major pinpoints that made us feel like Nathan was the one and you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. Or Lucas. <laughs> seriously oh oh man i literally like you can ask mom i got so mad i was like i know they did not oh our little mascot our little mascot's mad too <laughs> i can't tell you hey ambrose <laughs> oh <laughs> If you're if you're listening to this and not watching it, um, Morgan's cat Ambrose um, is we refer to him as our little mascot. Um, but yeah, I think those were unless you can think of anything else. I think those were the major things that happened in that episode, except the final scene. Was it? Yeah, like oh, said, it was we, really good to see Nathan riding Newton again. Yes. Yes, it was. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, um, 
and getting to see Anna work in the cafe that kind of went back to mm-hmm. her so uh let's see oh Robert talking to Lucas about courtship oh I forgot about that one. Oh my god that was so <laughs> like don't you have other mail to deliver he's like oh I made sure that you were in my last stop he's like great yeah <laughs> yes That's so great Smart now, I have to admit that particular scene was a slight trigger for me, not when I was actually like watching it in the episode, but when I saw the sneak peek, because when Lucas is like, well, we've known each other for about three years, but we just started courting recently. And I was like, okay, well, apparently your definition of courting is you've already been dating for three years and now you just get to kiss whenever you want to. Like, you know, I mean, they've been dating since season seven. Yeah, technically, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. That that one was a tad of a trigger moment for me. I'm like, okay, well, it depends on what your definition of courtship is, but okay. Yeah. Um, and then of course, it was really sweet to see Joseph and Minnie actually on their knees, praying for the cafe. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. I love that scene. I, you know, you don't get to see that anymore mm-hmm. in television, um, even on other Hallmark shows. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and like seeing Henry stare down the tunnel of the mine, I was like, oh, right now. I know. I was just like, "Ah." and he was just so disheveled, and you could just see it all over his face. I'm like, like the horror of having that actually be a possibility of going back. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, plus, like, you you know, he's thinking about Abigail, like Mm -hmm. how that news to find out that that mine is opening back up like for her to hear that because you know if elizabeth doesn't tell her he's gonna have to tell her because she's gonna have to find out she's gonna find out and he's like you know so it's just like all of that it's gonna be big news all over the territory you know bring in a lot of jobs and what yeah yeah i mean it would be good for the town but at the same time it just since it's so so hard and Mm -hmm. plus like you know in the back of his mind it's like it's the same man mm-hmm. that did not heed the warnings I gave him for the last one. Mm-hmm. Like, so how do I know he's not going to do it to another group of men? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen to another group of men. Yep. And not just for Abigail, but I mean, there's obviously a lot of the other widows are still there. Like, even though Florence has remarried, her first husband still died in that mine. Mm-hmm. You know, Molly is still single because of that mine. Mm -hmm. well I mean like Molly is single right now because of that mind she would still be with her husband right now if it wasn't for that mind you know just different things like you know is going through his mind as he's staring down that tunnel and all even all the kids that lost their yeah 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 um I'm just trying to make sure we don't miss anything because we typically do that a lot so um oh Gustav is leaving. I see. I wrote that down, but I got really confused because he told Lucas that he was leaving. He like, okay, I'm leaving, but then he's still been working there. So I'm assuming he just meant like, because the rest know, of the uh, shift, probably. This yeah, because like May hired him to sit out and like play his accordion outside of the soda fountain. Yeah. So that's the only thing I figured. That that really confused me when he said he was leaving because I'm like, ooh. Yeah. But then yeah. he's still been working there. So 
Right. You wrote down truth. Oh, that was that was a line. Um, I mentioned that earlier. That was a line that Rosemary said to um to Lee. The truth spoken or written out of love is a different matter entirely. Okay, okay. I couldn't understand some of the words. Like, oh, Bill and his health issues. Oh yeah. So do you think he's got pneumonia or do you think he's got something actually going on with like his dips being even worse? Well, you know, he's been like coughing and stuff. And then he ended up like after toasting with the Canfields over the, like them buying into the cafe when he stepped out and he was coughing into his handkerchief, then there was a little bit of blood Yeah, on the handkerchief. But he also mentions to Nathan something I don't remember like if it was in the tussle with Jeffrey or what that he feels like he may have bruised a rib so I don't know if yeah, he it's because of the tussle with Jeffrey because Molly noticed there was a huge bruise I don't know if it was episode seven or episode eight but he had like a huge bruise mm-hmm. and she wanted him to wait for Faith to look at look at it to make sure he hadn't broken it like mm-hmm. broken a rib or or you know Wait. Which makes me wonder, does he have like pneumonia or something or is does he have a cracked heart, rib heart. that could have yeah. like punctured something? Yeah. Well, I mean, if he had a punctured lung, he would not be. That's true. Yeah. So, but it doesn't mean that he hasn't like that hasn't caused some like harm to his lungs. Yeah. Uh, it may not have actually punctured it, but I mean, can your lungs get bruised? too can you like cause like a bruising to your lungs science was science was my least favorite subject in school and helped i mean there's probably also a lot of things that they there's probably also a lot of things that they don't fully understand like that's why it's so important for faith to get the Mm x-ray you know that's probably going to be what ties into her trying to get the x-ray and like getting behind yeah. the town council probably from help help her. Mm-hmm. And that sweet conversation between Allie and May was uh, really cute. Yeah, it was. And I loved how they helped each other without actually mm-hmm. realizing that they were helping each other. Yeah. Well, more on Allie's end, not knowing, not realizing that she was helping mm-hmm. helping May. And also, like, I don't know if I was part of the. I think this was. I don't know if it was this episode or episode eight the conversation that elizabeth had with with uh ally i think that would have been episode six probably well i wasn't a part of that conversation so i'm sorry i don't know how i feel about that scene i'm happy about it but it's like at the same time you know yeah i don't know you know, I told, I, told, I told Nicole, I was like, I have really been enjoying the fact that Allie has been making friends with the ladies in town. Yeah. But like, I guess I can relate to that because I never have really fit in with people my age. Like, Morgan is a very, very exception to that rule. I, have, I feel like it's because we've both... I grew up with a mother who tried to make sure that I was like, I've always had really mature conversations with my mom. Right. And so when you have that, it does help you because in, I, I will say this, it depends on who I'm around. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm around very mature people, then I'm 
then I, I get on their level. Mm-hmm. But if I'm someone, if I'm around younger people, I try to dampen my maturity, I guess, and like get down to their level as well. Mm-hmm. But I know not everybody's able to do that. Yeah. You know, um, like, for, like for me, I'm just an old soul. Period. Yeah, I think it's because Allie had to grow up fast. She lost yeah. her mother so young and like yeah. having to pretty much be with her uncle and then her uncle is a Mountie and everything that she was probably so used to just being by herself or only well, I mean, with adults. I mean, that, if you think about it, like Jada, the actress, I think is 16. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know exactly how old Allie is supposed to be. Probably roughly like 14 to 16. We had it figured out. I know we did last and year. It, so yeah, it's kind of. But um, but I mean, if you think about it, kind of going off of, she would probably quote unquote be in high school. Yeah, she would. Like, be. She would. Yeah, be, she's probably like, in, like if she's not a sophomore, she's definitely a junior. Yeah, yeah, I would say she's like in her last couple of years of school. So yeah. I love, I love the fact that they are treating her as a young woman but they aren't treating her as a kid yeah per se they're like they're treating her on the level that she is she's no longer a child and yet she's not a full-fledged adult yet either but they're recognizing the fact that she is growing and maturing and starting to need to act a little more like an adult and yeah and so I, i i've loved that storyline with her but I guess again because I can relate to it because I've always like hung out with people older than me get along better with people older than me I don't really fit in with people my age and stuff so I can really relate to that yeah Um, yeah and I think with Allie too is like she spent so much time away from Hope Valley like she was with her grandparents for months mm -hmm. you know so that's also kind of you know I can kind of tell that too because when you do spend a long time apart from people you Mm -hmm. kind of you either miss you miss a lot mm-hmm. so trying to and sometimes some kids some people don't care to kind of rehash things and like catch them their friends up on what's going on in their lives it's just that some just don't mm-hmm. and guys really aren't really that talkative I'm sure yeah. it hasn't changed that much yeah. okay I'm sure it's still the same as it was back then that guys were not very talkative I literally um, had a I literally had a conversation with um a friend of mine before we started recording um about this because I have a trip to Indiana planned for well for the uh Hardy's um VIP weekend thing but I'm gonna be spending an extra couple of days up there uh visiting some friends that I met when we were filming the movie I worked on Mm -hmm. so I text one of the young guys he's like two years younger than me so I text him to like you know make sure he knows I'm gonna be in town you know we're supposed to be doing this meetup at such and such like a big, big group of people getting together at this restaurant, such and such day, such and such time, you know, whatever, hope you can make it. And like, we'll text every few months, but literally every time, like my texts are deep, he'll be like, you know, how are things going, whatever. And I will literally tell him like what I've been doing, how this is going, this is affecting this, you know, whatever. And I'm getting like one and two sentence text in response. It's like he does not mind the fact that I'm sharing this much, but like that's yeah, not exactly how, how to talk to you about it. Like he doesn't have to respond, how to respond. Yeah, yeah. Or like I was like, "What's going on in your world?" And he was like, "I just got a new job, and tomorrow's my last day at my old job." 
Okay, well, what's your new job? <laughs> Thank you. Like, why are you leaving your old job? Why are you getting a new job? What is your new job? Do you, are you happy about the new job or? Yeah, like, literally, it's like, this is not, this is not like, how it's hard to give me more information than other than the fact that you just got a new job and like you're leaving your old one. There's more information. <laughs> That you yes. can really tell me. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I can't. I feel like guys are always so worried that they're when they give you so much information, it's them flirting. Yeah, maybe. And I mean, like maybe if they're giving you like if they're, ta they're talking so in depth with you that it's because mm. they like you. You know what I mean? I it's know that like in like, age. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it, it is comical though because I literally just had that conversation about how yeah. guys do not communicate in the same way. Girls, they don't. No, yeah. but they're also probably really used to being like, "Oh, cool, you got a job. That's cool. Hope it mm -hmm. works out for you, man." That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The only thing they probably worried about, like, "Oh, are you still gonna make it on the game Friday?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's gonna affect our friendship, like. We still got plans. Is that's not? Oh, it's not gonna affect that. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's it. That's all they care. Oh my god! Oh. I have I have a scene from another TV show going through my head that is a perfect example of this, but I don't really want to share it on the podcast. So I'll just tell you about it later. Remind me, but. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, uh, so now we're last, we're to the last, okay, I think that's all of it. The last scene, the last scene was big. They're all sitting around the bonfire. Oh, yeah. And they're Talking sitting about there. weddings. And Lucas goes, have you ever considered a fall wedding? And Lucas, or Elizabeth looks at him like, what? Oh, and he goes, just curious. That's all. It almost makes me want to think, like, I wonder if she's actually, like, is she shocked that he actually, that he's actually been thinking about it because she's been thinking about it or shocked that he's thinking about it and she hasn't started thinking about it? I don't know, because she goes, can't say it. that I have. You ever considered a spring wedding? And he just goes, hmm. You know, like, it doesn't really say anything, but... It's just like, okay. They're sweet, if, but at the same time, it's almost random. Like, I know she made the conversation about to come up at some point. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. But I mean, well, I mean, they did have they did have the conversation after the race about if we should make it. was also a little random, just saying. So you know. hmm. Somewhat, not bad, but just at least it had a little more leading up to it. But I like, feel like somewhat it's not I don't really see it necessarily forced, but it just it still just seems a little random. Well, yeah. I mean, at least that at least that one had a little more leading up to it of like him yeah, than the, about, and then the other than the bonfire conversation. Yeah. That one was definitely a little bit more random than the other one. Um after these two conversations though, I'm just saying, and I never thought, never um, ever thought I would be saying this but if we did not get an engagement between the two of them at the end of this season I'm gonna be mad 
really gonna be mad I'm just gonna be like why not mm. like why like I'd be really shocked if we don't because it'll be like why then yeah you know because you're not gonna have him proposed in the very beginning of the season I mean that would be a new thing something new well and we know but, from like preview clips that we've seen that he does have a, a ring yeah, yeah. So, so, or at least a, a jewelry box, or what looks like a jewelry box. We haven't actually seen a ring, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm actually like really liking, to me, from episode four and five on, it has been a little more like a little more heart to it, a little more grit to it. Like the Wind Calls the Heart that we fell in love with. It hasn't just been. A triangle soap opera. I, I I agree. It's definitely to pick up a little bit. I mean, it's not fully quite there, but I feel like they're never gonna fully quite get back to how it was. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but it's definitely gotten better. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I am excited. I I hate that you know Nathan Nathan's still getting beat up. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of hate that. I feel like he's like the new town's punching bag for the writers. <laughs> Um. Yep. But if, honestly, as I look back, it felt like like Jack was getting beat up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was going around, because like you know, he got sorry technical difficulties and like my camera keeps wanting to glitch out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because I remember, like for instance, in season one. He like obviously it started out with him like getting like wanting the transfer because like he he didn't want to be like the princess's escort or whatever, mm-hmm. or the princess's bodyguard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he did get the transfer, he didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in season two, we know like the whole Charles thing comes out with the triangle and his brother and Jules. See, I had- honestly kind of forgotten that jack was actually going to propose in season two i know right and he didn't propose until season four five Five. was it it four it was season four because i think think it ended on the proposal in season four yeah when they got married in season five Mm -hmm. yeah i think you're right so i can't even remember what happened in season three was season three was that the one, was that where he got the um, survivor's guilt or whatever? I don't even remember. I can't wait to go back and rewatch these early seasons. Or it might have been stuff. season two. It was either season two or season three because they still kind of had somewhat of like the old style still mm-hmm. of like the clothing. I don't, think it, I don't think it was season two. Okay, it must have been season three. Because I like, remember Doug like gets killed mm-hmm. and he goes like it's partly his fault or something. That would have probably either been season three or season four. Okay. I mean, even Jack kind of got, you know, and it's like as soon as they got engaged, he was having to go and leave to the Northern Territories. Mm-hmm. And he came back, you know, with some PTSD from that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they got married. And then he goes off for his honeymoon to Fort Clay and then dies. So, yeah. Oh, man. Because the mountain. I know. I was like, I'm so excited to go back and rewatch the early seasons, but at the same time, I'm almost scared to because yeah. I know I'm going to fall in love with Jack all over again. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> girl, I watched that first season and I'm like, okay, yeah. 
I remember how much I loved him. Yep. Yep. That hurts. Yep. Yep. I feel like I, I and it also makes me really bitter because it's like you could just imagine how Jack was gonna react to Lucas and Nathan. Like obviously they wouldn't have a purpose for Nathan because Nathan was replacing Jack, obviously as the Mountie or whatever. But like if Jack was like maybe if Nathan was just like a, a handyman who had ties to the Mounties mm-hmm. or whatever, or like he was in the Mounties but he got out and he retired and decided that it was no longer what he wanted to do when he became like a craftsman or something like or a blacksmith or something like that. Like, I feel like Jack, Jack and Nathan would have been good friends though. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He probably would have been his new dog. His new yeah. best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I could definitely see like Jack keeping an eye on Lucas and being like, Yeah, you're on my radar, son. Yeah. I got you down to a T. <laughs> yeah, like I'm watching you. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Just like he did with Billy Hamilton and all that. Yep. Even though it wouldn't be out of jealousy. It yeah. would be just out of pure wanting to protect the town. Yeah. So. And I feel like at and uh, when me and Lydia were talking last night, um, we were saying the same thing. But I'm like, I always felt bad for Charles because, like, season two, everybody hated Charles, like hated him so bad. And I loved Charles, like not with Elizabeth, but I loved him as a person. I always felt like he was a good guy. Oh yeah, I liked Charles. Like, yeah. I didn't like him with Elizabeth, but and I, I was like, and it wasn't so, necessarily Charles's fault that he was in love with Elizabeth and he wanted to be married to Elizabeth. It had nothing right. to do with 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 Jack. Right. So I can't really remember it ever being like majorly about Jack. Yeah, but I'm like, it, it just kind of blows my mind that. And this just goes back to it's so funny because everybody's like oh well lucas is the new charles and i'm like mm, not really i mean yeah i mean he is like he is but like, it's, it's like with lucas it's like everybody it's, hated charles and now everybody loves lucas and it's like it's literally charles 2.0 yeah i think honestly within that aspect charles didn't realize that that jack had feelings for elizabeth like he did Hmm. I don't really I don't really remember it at least well and I think I think a big difference between like Lucas and Charles is that Charles wanted Elizabeth to come back mm-hmm. to Hamilton and yeah. have her old life and whatever whereas Lucas wants to be in Hope Valley with Elizabeth like he realizes this is where she's meant to be this is her calling and whatever and he doesn't want to change that about her yeah so that that is a major difference between him and Charles, but you know he did have a little bit of that for a little while. I think for yeah. a there, there was some talk, but um, another thing is like Lucas was aware that Nathan liked Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and he was not afraid of the challenge. Which I'm not saying that's any wrong with him because I feel like it would have been probably would have been really great for him if he would have just like bowed out just because another band liked her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But with Charles, it's like, I feel like Charles and I feel like it would have been different outcome if Charles knew that that Jack had feelings for Elizabeth. Mm. Somewhat. Maybe not fully, but I feel like there would have been a different atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I think that's all on that episode. I think so. So, yeah.
and we're just sitting here like looking at each other like okay the same you expression our face <laughs> oh man I missed you I missed you too I'm just being on the podcast I know I know feels good again mm-hmm and yeah. we do have a lot of exciting things. I really hope that I can't wait to do this, this new secret interview. Mm-hmm. And hopefully do the interview with Charlotte and many more people. Yep. I think one thing, like for me anyway, personally, and like even when, when we had originally talked to Charlotte about having her on the show and um, she was asking, you know, kind of like what kind of questions we would be asking her. And I was like, you know, I was like, we're like super informal i'm like yeah there'll be some questions but i was like this is pretty much going to be us sitting down chit-chatting like yeah, it's not like going to be it's kind of a it, it, it's like what we've always said you guys are just getting to see how it is for us whenever we just facetime each other and talk about mm-hmm. the show yeah like it's quite literally that yeah so like like when we did this interview like i i want to get to ask questions and stuff but at the same time i'd love for it to just feel like just sitting down with a friend and just chit-chatting and just you know yeah. talking about whatever rather than like it's it no like it's not formal it's not a strict you know we're gonna ask this question this question this question and then we're just gonna you know yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that that's just there's not nothing how, wrong with that no if y'all haven't ever noticed we do not do anything by the book <laughs> no I mean, we have these notes but that's literally just so that way our grandma brains don't go <laughs> So, Lord help us. <laughs> I probably should be embarrassed with all the horrible faces I make on this podcast, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, man. I love the people that, like, when we've asked, should we start editing stuff or, you know, whatever. I love the people that have been like, no, I love how natural y'all are. And just like, I love getting to crack up with y'all. And, you know, whatever so thank you how y'all. natural we are with one another and that we don't yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. yep. anyway all right well thank you guys for hanging in there and listening hopefully you made it through our long intro actually into this episode and to the end of i feel it. like everyone's used to it and i feel like we, do, we just we just don't even need to be apologizing anymore because like people are probably yeah. just to it. <laughs> this should be what you expect when you come to our podcast at this point yeah if you, um, at this point if this is like your first video i'm sorry but if it's not i mean come on <laughs> oh man but we love you guys so glad morgan is able to come back and um we miss having her on here, but again, so very grateful to Nicole for uh, helping us out. And you, we, actually, we actually have something planned with her. We're going to be recording tomorrow night, not for our podcast, but for theirs. So that's going to be really fun. Um, so um, I'm sure I'm sure you'll see a, a like over over time. I'm sure you'll see a bunch of uh, like bouncing back and forth between podcasts. I don't I don't know if you saw it, Morgan, but um, when we recorded one of the episodes I don't remember if it was for feeling butterflies or if it was the next one but that we recorded like the day before or we recorded on Nicole's birthday um that me and her recorded that day and uh she said the year before we had recorded the day before her birthday for our uh Hope Valley Central Station 
podcast. I was like, okay, apparently this is like a birthday tradition for Nicole that we have her on our podcast. <laughs> I love that. I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure y'all will see us on their podcast, them on our pad, podcast. Um, we wouldn't have it any other way. That was my, that's what makes it so fun. This community, yep. that just goes to show you how this community is. Like we're not in competition. We're not competing, yeah. We're not in competition. Got me a soda. <laughs> hey, I got three on the live, guys. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Um, but yeah, that's just how it is. Like this community, we're not in competition with each other. We're not in competition with Suspenders Unbuttoned. We love them. We love we love watching the interviews that they've gotten to do and what they've done with their channel. We love what Nicole and Hannah and them are doing over on Swing My Podcast. Yeah. Swing, Swing My Heart. Yeah. Swing My Heart podcast. Oh, okay. sorry. Anyways, it's not a competition. We're not like fighting for other people's uh, other people's you know attention you know or whatever i mean we nicole actually helped us with contacts of other future interviews that we're going to be doing mm-hmm. like we've helped each other out yeah you know um they came Casey and was the one that helped us get started you know she was on yeah, the Casey Hardy was like a major on help get, yeah gave us yeah helped us with our with knowing what equipment to buy and like you know what edit, like if we did decide in the future to want to edit our videos to like cut down on time and stuff she sent me a program to to do so i can start doing that you know um they've even all come and hopped up on lives with us and like mm-hmm. talked until 3 a.m you know uh, no matter how horrible delusional we were because like for instance yesterday was may the 4th which is mm-hmm. may the 4th be with you which is a star wars holiday and yep. it just it reminded us of this crazy, delusionally, like... 2 a.m. live. I think it was, like, me, uh, you, Lydia, Angie. I don't Angie. even remember if anybody else was on there, to be honest. Probably not. It was, like, definitely around the time. If so, it would have been Nicole. Yeah. But... Uh, and then we were actually were having the conversation with Casey from Hardy's Hotland. And, like, she's, like, a big Star Wars nerd, nerd like us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just having that conversation where we were, like trying to like match up characters with like star wars characters and of course at that time i had never seen a star wars movie so i was like sitting there clueless as to what they were talking about (laughs) okay i I did know a few of the characters but like but it was so funny because like we i think we made didn't we say that like nathan was hans and, and and like lucas was luke and Elizabeth was Leia, and it was so funny because Luke and Leia ended up being like twins. Obviously, they yes. were like twins. We knew it, but they didn't know it in the movie. Yeah. So was it, was it Lydia? Was it Lydia on our? It was Lydia? Yeah, it was Lydia. That was telling us that uh, people were uh, like making these memes for that and using Lucas as Luke and Elizabeth as Leia, and we were dying she's like, do they not have they not watched a single star wars movie do they not realize they're a brother and sister like quite literally like twins but i was like i could totally picture kevin doing the uh darth vader like, <laughs> 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 he would so do it he would like, so do it he is your brother (laughs) oh my gosh 
so funny. Oh gosh. But yeah, like quite literally that is your twin sister. Yeah. Barbara. And like they kissed before they found out. Yeah. So I mean, come on now. And like we even like made a joke, like, what if like Elizabeth, like what if Elizabeth's father had an affair with Lucas's like mother and like he was actually like a, a long lost sibling that they like parent trapped where they like one took this one and one took that one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my word. And team team Lucas better not come at us with this because we're literally just going off of memes that other people were doing. So, you know. And it's so crazy because it's like that ghost head shows you like they have no idea. They've never watched a single Star Wars. Or at least maybe not the older ones. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh gosh. Just thinking about that makes me laugh so hard. I know. I still like I could see Kevin doing that Darth Vader voice like so he would do it so and if you if, like whenever I know you watched the, the first three which would were around I think that you watched those right first or did you watch the ones with Anakin I watched the originals like the, the, the three originals okay so technically you're watching them backwards which they were put out backwards which my mm-hmm. dad still to this day hates yeah but- um but like i feel like the closest pairing is hans and nathan mm. like they they have such a similarity to each other mm-hmm. that's really funny yeah. and i feel <laughs> didn't we say that bill was chewbacca <laughs> probably <laughs> oh man good times good yeah. times good times <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I forgot who we said like Rosemary and Lee were. I am trying to figure out. I don't even remember. I don't either. But I mean we had this conversation at like 3 a.m. on live after we were like on there for like four or five hours already. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, that was good times. Yep. So Okay, guys, I think we should probably start wrapping this up. So it's good to be back. I've missed you guys. It's It was fun talking about this conversation, about this episode, and we'll be recording more. Mm-hmm. So All right. we love, we love you, guys. you guys. And <laughs> Jinx, buy me another soda. <laughs> I'm telling y'all she's missed me. <laughs> Maybe just a little. Oh, man. <laughs> and we'll have more of that in the next episode <laughs> where we'll be talking about episode eight mm-hmm. so stay tuned we love you guys all right bye guys bye